Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Renee Report. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, yeah, no, not a lot of times that I get to talk about Mitch, because Mitch is, uh, yeah, irrelevant. We know, we know. Now, Mitchell Trubisky just signed a one-year deal. It is not released currently, as I make this podcast episode, how much he is going to make. But in my opinion, any amount of money that he's going to make is too much money. (laughs) And the other question is, is is Mitchell Trubisky as bad as we think? Or is there something we're missing? And that's what I kind of want to go over today. I want to go over what are his stats. You know, he's played since 2017. Let's give him a fair shot. Let's not be an asshole. He's only 26 years old. Plenty of room to grow in quotation marks. And let's see what those red flags are and why no one was willing to give him a shot and why Buffalo would be the one that was willing. Okay, so first season, he has a QB record of 4-8 and eight in 2017. Wouldn't exactly say he came out popping. Seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, that's not going to do it. 2,000 yards in seven games, that's actually not horrible considering the rest of his career. 77 QBR, not great. Oh, excuse me, 77% rate. His QBR was 32 in 2017. My God. Oh, Lord have mercy, that's bad. His sack percentage was almost a 9%. That means that offensive line was garbage. Nonetheless, he played in 12 games and got 7 touchdowns and 7 interceptions. Oh, my God. That's that's fucking horrible. All right, 2018, let's, let's move on. 14 games started. 11-3. and three. That's a good year. Now, you have to remember that Chicago Bears defense was beastly. I mean, they were really, really talented. 3,000 yards passing in 14 games. That does not impress me. 66% completion rate, which is better than 59 the year prior. 24 touchdowns. That's pretty good. 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Still too many interceptions for me, but at 24 years old, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, his QBR went up to 70, so thank God it wasn't lower than 30, because if it's lower than 30, he shouldn't even be allowed to be in the league. Sack percentage went down, so the offensive line got better in 2018. At least that's what that stat shows. Um, the overall team, Chicago Bears, were the best in 2018. That was a really, really, really good team. And it seems like he did just enough to not get in their way, so I guess that's impressive. Um, 2019, 15 games started. Oh, Mitch, 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 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Again, for a 25-year-old quarterback with three years of experience, I just expect more. It's not horrible. QBR again dips down to 41. I mean, that QBR is just horrible. Sack percentage is at 7%. Again, I don't care how much you're getting sacked, Mitch. I mean, you have Allen fucking Robinson. You got to be doing more than a 40 QBR. And then we get to 2020, 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, the year he has to prove it to his team. He only starts 9 games because they don't really believe in him. He's only getting 7 yards per attempt, so it's not like they're hard throws. So really, the the saddest part to me is his completion percentage. Now last year, excuse me, this year, this year, 67%. I mean, that's not good, but it shows improvement, and this is the farthest he's thrown it. So, I mean, seven yards per attempt, I expect your completion percentage to be about 70%. So I'm glad he got it a little up. So his QBR was 61, which is an improvement from 41. Thank Jesus. Again, shouldn't be going below 60 or 70, in my opinion, especially for a number two pick in the draft. 
Oh man, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. This is bad. I mean, he had a six and three record this season. So when he played, they they did do well, I guess. Um, to me, the tough part is his yards per game is 200 in his career. His QBR through his career, if I just do quick math, is like a it's probably like a 60 to like a 55 average. That's way too low for a second pick. Even Cam Newton can do better than that. Seems like the offensive line was better in 2020 and was better every single year since 2017, and his numbers have shown no improvement. Basically, for every tu- every two touchdowns he throws, there's an interception. And that's not horrible, but that's way too many for the second pick in the draft. I mean, he has guys who he can throw the ball to. He has Tariq Cohen. He has these guys who can take the pressure away from him with always a good defense. Chicago Bears always have a good defense, so it's really unacceptable. Now, I do want to get into why did the Buffalo Bills make this decision? And I think it was a really smart decision. The Buffalo Bills realized no one wants Mitch Trubisky. But that being said, Josh Rosen got traded midseason. Like, there are teams that become desperate, and they become desperate quickly. So to me, I think Mitchell Trubisky to the Bills is the best signing in the entire offseason. I mean, you wait till one of two scenarios happens. The first scenario, someone just says, hey, maybe Mitch Trubisky is our guy. Maybe he can figure it out, and he's better than, you know, Fitzpatrick or, you know, somebody who's teeter-tottering on their quarterback. Or the second scenario, which is more likely is, you know, Big Ben goes down on Pittsburgh again. You know, some quarterback gets injured who's key to their team, and they have a good enough team, they still want to make a run, and they say, you know what, I'll take a flyer on Mitch Trubisky, I'll see if maybe he is our guy, maybe he has some value, and, the you know, the Bills could get maybe a, a third or fourth round pick for Mitch, and depending on how desperate the team is and how far they want to go in the playoffs or what their situation is, you could maybe get even more. So for them to sign a one-year deal for Mitch Trubisky, I love it. I love it. I think for his career and for his sake, I think it's dumb as hell to go to the Bills. I would go to a place where you can at least compete. I mean, obviously, he just doesn't stand a chance in Buffalo. I mean, they obviously believe in their guy, Josh Allen, 300 times more than Mitchell Trubisky, as they should, as they should. But, as I said, I do understand the Bills' perspective. My guess is, again, maybe Pittsburgh takes a chance on him. You know, maybe it doesn't even have to be an injury. Maybe someone just does take a chance on him. But I like the Bills having the cojones to say, you know what, we'll hold on to him. Maybe we can get him to progress a little bit, see what Josh Allen does well and how he can transfer that into his game. And you know what, maybe no one wants him and you just have a hella solid backup because at the end of the day, if you look up, if you look at the backups in the NFL, they're absolutely garbage. I mean, if we're talking about Brissett, okay, I, there's, some, there's some ones that are okay, but Mitchell Trubisky as a backup is a hell of a player who can at least run your system and learn some things. I think this will be good for Trubisky overall. He needed a slap in the face. He has not had the worst records as a starter. He's 29 and 21 as a starter. That's not good for the second pick. That's not good, but it's okay. His touchdown percentage kills me, man. He needs to get more than 64 touchdowns in four seasons. That's embarrassing. And he never has made it a full season as a starter every single game. He's never remained consistent. He's never thrown far down the field with Allen Robinson, who's a beast. There's just so many things. I wanted to start this episode and maybe find some things where, you know, maybe Mitchell Trubisky figures it out. But at the end of the day, 
There's too many stats that just don't lie. Statistics very rarely lie. And to be 51 games into your career, and I can't look at one analytical statistic on your pro football reference that makes me excited about your future, and I truly think you're a lot more like Josh Rosen than you are somebody like Fitzpatrick or um, you know somebody who makes their career up and is all of a sudden a really good player. Now, maybe the expectations do fall. Obviously, they have, as he hasn't found a single team. Like Jameis Winston, there's less pressure on you. You don't have to worry about anything. And maybe that's what Mitch needs, and it turns him into a decent player. I don't believe so. I think he'll go to a team that's willing to take a flyer on him. The toughest thing for him is what teams don't know what quarterback they have for the future. I mean, Pittsburgh, New England Patriots, the Jets. There's not that many that don't know their future or at least have someone who's better than Mitchell Trubisky. So I think he's in a tough spot. I think he knew that going to the Bills. I hope this makes him more mature and I'm wrong and he turns out to be actually a hell of a player because he is a UNC guy and I would just love him to, I'd love to see him be successful. And yeah, this has been another episode of the Renee Report and I'm out. Peace.